0: welcome to this latest edition of the real deal podcast i'm your host the real joe quinn on this 24th of february 2022 this is episode 813 of the real deal podcast snowfall we are back with snowfall season five episodes one and two comments and commitment uh of course for the second straight year they decide to do a uh two-hour season premiere and certainly we will never complain about there ever being too much snowfall as uh right now i think that this uh, without question my, in my mind this is the best show on television um a lot going on in this particular episode we kind of fast forward to 1986 which probably you know when you think about the crack epidemic or you think about what was going on in the 80s the, you know right in the heart in the middle of you know the wrong you can be in president that that was a certainly a great year to to pivot to if you're the show and we immediately get reminded of a, a of a sports tragedy that kind of took on that kind of uh shook the whole country and that of course was lynn bias's tragic death they reenact the scene where lynn bias dies of a, um lynn bias dies doing cocaine in his dorm room and that kind of served us kind of like a backdrop of what was going to happen throughout the course of the episode. Um, again, they split up and split these episodes into uh, two episodes. This was, um, you, you could obviously say that the first episode was the Franklin episode. And the second episode was the, was the Teddy Mac episode. Um, Franklin now is, you know, you know, he's, bigger than he's bigger than ever he's expanded into not only i mean obviously he's you know he's going beyond kingpin status he's going he's now deep deep into the real estate uh into the real estate business he has uh now have a, has a love interest named Verana uh verona, verona neek who is going to uh you know who's going to have his child so you see the stakes or that much higher for franklin in terms of his personal life and as usual as usual franklin uh has to deal with some inner turmoil right off the bat um you have a situation where rob you have a situation where um you know his friend rob's having a party they uh having a party and then that leads to uh leads to a shooting we'll talk about that later on so so much, not much has changed in in the world of Franklin St. having to deal with these issues on top of issues. Um, you really saw that um, we look at some of the themes of this episode. I would say at, at any cost. You saw Franklin doing whatever it takes. And you saw Teddy Mac doing whatever it takes at any cost, no matter wh- what. No matter what that they, uh, they did, what they had to do in order to uh, keep things moving. Um, you saw one move being necessary. The other move with Teddy Mac might not quite have been necessary, but we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk more about that uh, over the course of the uh, episode. Uh, best scenes. Uh, we'll talk about the party shooting. Um, so they're having this party at, at Rob's house now. Of course, Rob has been around since the beginning of the series. Uh, Franklin's, you know, one of Franklin's friends in high school friends growing up. He really, you know, that's how Franklin, in essence, almost basically got started. Um, you know, when Franklin first got started, he got, uh, that, that was with, Rob was one of the key uh, people that helped Franklin get started in terms of this, in terms of this. So this, this these two were very close, had a very close relationship. But Rob is using, uh, Rob is using, he's visibly, you can see it on his face that he's visibly using. He throws this party, a friend of his named Thad. Uh, shoots a guy who and let's let's uh, listen. <laughs> never, I've never been to a cocaine party. All right, never been to a cocaine party, but I'm pretty sure that if you are a unknown and you walk into a party, probably not the brightest idea to sniff a line before saying, "Hey, can I get you know? Is it cool?" What you know? This guy, this guy comes right into the party. He knows Rob, of course, so he knows Rob, but nobody else knows him. He goes immediately and starts sniffing their coke, and Dad is like, like basically, like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, what do you nobody knows you? What, what, what are we doing here?" So, the dude, you know, um, I don't think much was going to be was going to be made of it. And then he said, "Calls Dad under his butt, call, basically calls Dad an asshole." And this, and this, and Dad, of course, Dad is a cokehead as well. He has a gun on him, thinks he's a fake gangster. Dad immediately pulls a gun on him Rob tries to calm him down and to no avail uh, well initially Rob, Rob kind of talked him down but then as soon as Rob is walking away, Thad shoots the guy twice and then you have all held hell, you know, all ca- chaos breaks loose, you know, chaos breaks loose, you have a dead, now you have a dead body at a coke party uh, at a coke party and now Thad is of course is on the run and now of course this all goes back to this is all connected to us. Uh, this is all connected to Franklin because Franklin is Rob's guy, and this is and Rob is Dad is Rob is Dad his Dad's guy. So again, something that this is a situation that uh, was brought upon by uh, you know by cocaine uh, by the cocaine and by the you know this you know one of the pitfalls of uh, of the drug business dealing with dealing with situations that not are not necessarily that you didn't necessarily cause if you're Franklin, but Rob is your guy and you know, you know, Rob Rob is you're responsible for Rob, like Rob was responsible for this dude. So immediately they have a, a uh a problem from they have a problem with that from that standpoint they will later uh, of course Franklin would later uh, correct this problem. Um so you had that as one of the best scenes. Uh, Franklin killing Rob. Um, yeah, so they kinda, you know, I didn't believe that over the course of the episode. I mean really, most of this episode gave you the sense that Rob that Franklin wanted to get Rob clean. Of course, Rob Franklin knows that Rob is this is doing is is uh Franklin knows that Rob is getting high not only getting high, but Rob is, is basically, you know, uh coked out. He's seen this situation, well, he's seen this uh movie before with Wanda. Um now Give why he gave Wanda you know Wanda he gave Wanda grace because of Leon. otherwise Wanda would have been dead uh that's the only reason why he kept Wanda alive for those uh you know in terms of in, in in season this is going back to like season two season one season two uh he does not have the same grace with rod because at this point you know Franklin is at the top of the heat again there he just has he has too much going on he has too many things that are on that uh, you know, he has too many things that he's attached to, um, and more importantly, he's going to be a father. So you see the scene where um, dad, where Rob shoots, you know, Rob shoots dad. So I forgot I could actually put that on there. But that's kind of like connected to a scene. Rob, Rob shoots dad. Uh, they go up, they find dad. Rob shoots dad. That we knew that was going to happen. We knew that dad was a dead man as soon as he pulled that trigger. And that Franklin was going uh, was going to get that. That, that situation uh, taken care of. But they kind of kept you, I, n- I did not think up until that point throughout most of the episode that Franklin was going to end up killing Rob. I thought that, but when you see them, you know, flash forward to the next morning, Franklin's, in you know, in the bed, you know, he's with Baraninik, uh, uh, Baraninik, and he, uh, she says, you know, I basically, we need, you know, you need to, uh, he basically tells us he will do whatever it takes to you know, protect you know to protect the baby, protect his child, and then you go back, and then you see Franklin kill, see Franklin kill Rob as Rob is talking about Haley's comment. Um, yeah, this again, this was a move that had to be made by Franklin because number one, Rob, you know, Rob is on the pipe; he could not be is free basin. he couldn't be trusted. And Rob had already given up some important information to Dad, Dad before. Before they killed that, was asking about Franklin CIA connect, which is we all know is Teddy Kate is is Teddy Mac, and wonders if he can get him a passport, uh, a fake some fake passports to get out to basically you know get out of Dodge. So and he had previously asked Rob in the episode whether or not you know what does this what does this dude know? He can blow up our whole organization if he starts to you know run his mouth. And Rob says you know. You know, Rob says, hey, he doesn't, doesn't know anything. Um the guy doesn't know anything and uh, you know, I won't let him hurt us and so on and so on. Then Franklin now Franklin knows that at that point he knows that he couldn't he could not trust Rob. Um whether, got, whether or whether not we but he believed that Rob intentionally lied to him. The point is Rob, you know, you know, Rob was, you know, Rob was a liability, he cannot be trusted. So that was a situation where um he had to kill Rob. Like Rob had to go um, and there was there was just no two ways about it. Um, in this, and in where Franklin is at now again, difference between Rob versus say Wanda, or even versus Leon last season. You know, Leon. Um, Rob, you know, Rob was a key element. It was it was a key part of, of the organization, but really not not a not a replaceable, not an irreplaceable part of the organization. Like the drugs are still gonna get moved. It's gonna it's gonna compromise the situation somewhat, but not to a point to where like this guy can't be he can't be taken out. Um the more the more, the most difficult part of it probably was the emotional connection that he had with Rob again he grew up with him in high school, what have you but this one had to um this had to be done by Franklin. It's just all there's there's no uh, two ways about it. Um you see and you see in the second episode. So the first episode was basically a lot of setting up to show you where Franklin was at and was it was at you see Franklin again. You see Franklin, they wanted to make Franklin look older. He has a mustache now. Uh they wanted to make, you know, he's boxing a little bit more physically imposing. So they they're trying, you know, they're trying to, you know, make Franklin, you know, look like a more imposing uh he's a man now. Like he's a, he's a you know he's a, he's a man in terms of you know he's a fully grown man and he's um I get the sense that that they got one of the ones to get rid of that boyish type image type figure that they had that we had seen the past two or three seasons even going back to last even going back to last season when he was you know when he's a kingpin and what have you um you know with the mustache and now in real estate he's he's doing grown man shit in terms of with the with the real estate. Being a father, um, you know, in in a real, in a serious relationship, last last season, he really, you know, you can call that thing with Tanasi was not a real relationship. That was, you know, that was a basically, you know, he was that basically was a jump off. I mean, let's be honest with a a jump off with somebody that he thought he could trust that he could that uh, he ended up not, you know, that he ended up not, um, ended up betraying him in terms of what we saw Tanasi. So this was this 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 is a frank. This is a different franklin that we see uh more calculated colder franklin that we see and um you know it's part of the development of his character uh, of the character uh grady and teddy mac so grady was put in place uh replaced teddy mac remember teddy mac was out of the cia he kind of went rogue at the end of last season he grady's the replacement grady's working with franklin Grady likes a party. Grady likes to, you know, Grady likes a party. Grady is giving Franklin a nice price on the, uh, you know, nine thousand dollars. You know, giving him a nice price with, with the, you know, with the drugs at ten to at nine thousand dollars per key. Um, so Franklin likes working with Grady, but Grady's sloppy. We we saw we saw we see this. Grady he's also not not only is he working with uh, Franklin in regards to uh, the drugs, but he's also working with Franklin in regards to the real estate. He's sleeping with one uh with one of Franklin's uh new, you know, new bodyguards or new uh in terms of Diamond in Dallas. You remember them from last season they were they were uh the hit per hit people, the hit with persons, um, kind of hit men for Khadijah uh from last season. And remember Franklin that had them flip on Khadijah and basically bought them off. So now they're working for him. And Brady is sleeping with Diamond, uh, which is not the move and Teddy, of course, Teddy gets himself back into the mix with the CIA. He starts to, um, you know, he's, Teddy has stopped drinking. He stopped, uh, he's not doing any drugs and then like that. So he's gotten himself back in the good graces to the CIA. Things are not going well in California. And Teddy, Teddy puts himself in the position basically of power to where he knows that Los Angeles, he knows Franklin so he he ends up getting himself back to where uh, to where he's needed again. Um, in terms of to where he's needed, he uh goes in spies on Grady. Does does it puts on disguise? Recognizes that Grady is sloppy, stealing money. Also, um, and notices all those things about Grady in terms of um, him sleeping with Diamond, and also um, having a lot of parties and things of that nature. So he now the CIA. Franklin's, um, Teddy's superior basically says, keep it quiet. Like, don't, you know, don't uh, just keep this quiet. We, you know, they wanted, they were going to move him, move Grady out, but keep it quiet. And Teddy takes it a step further where he doesn't keep it quiet. He kills, ends up killing Grady, moves Grady out. And then, so we see, Teddy, you know, willing to do, you know, willing to do anything to get back into that position to where he was going to be the guy in, in Los Angeles, uh, the point person in Los Angeles, uh, to, um, to work with Franklin again and to kind of, kind of restore, try in his eyes, restore order. Um, the final scene of both episodes, of course, I think I thought it was the best scene, a meeting between Franklin and Teddy. Franklin expects that it's going to be Grady. Um and it turns out it's Teddy. And Franklin is surprised see Teddy. Teddy basically gives him, you know, says, Hey, Grady's out. Um, Grady's out. We're gonna push the keys. The keys is gonna be instead of nine thousand dollars per key, it's gonna be ten thousand dollars a key. And Franklin offers um Franklin get Franklin plays it cool. Um a lot of underlying tension between the two but franklin plays the cool offers him a cigar uh teddy takes the cigar also said basically says you know the lighter as well and uh they are back uh working together and then at the end we see that franklin had a gun in the cigar uh in the in the cigar case now i don't know if franklin had any intentions on killing um tell you back I, I, I don't think he did but i i'm sure the thought crossed his mind now keep in mind through both of these through both of these episodes we um we don't see we don't get a clear answer about franklin's father per se like we don't we didn't, it we was a dead. now i think franklin's father is dead um you heard the um superior you heard teddy's uh teddy's superior basically say you know is working with franklin going to be a problem considering what took place in cuba and teddy basically says i no i don't know what you're talking about it'll be fine um i don't know what you're talking about uh we're going i'm going on the assumption that all is dead now franklin talked did talk to his mother but briefly um and the connection was bad. He told her that that his, you know, that his girlfriend that was pregnant, uh, and before she, you know, even she was, I mean, she responded. But you know that that connection ended up, the connection ended up uh, breaking, and, and ended up losing the connection. Now, it listen. There, there's some things going around where it, you know does a couple of questions, you know. Does Sissy know, I mean, is Sissy protecting Franklin from himself? Does she know, I mean, she, like, enough time has passed where she hasn't know like, Alton is dead, okay? She hasn't known Alton is dead, so why, you know, why hasn't Sissy told uh, Franklin that Alton is dead? Why hasn't that even been, hasn't been discussed? So we're going to, I feel like we're going to find out about that sooner than later, by, I think next, probably next, in the next couple of episodes we should find about what's going on with that because it seemed kind of odd that Sissy didn't have a reaction about what transpired with Alton with with Alton with uh, Alton um, and and, and Teddy. My theory is that Sissy is protecting Franklin from himself. That she's afraid of what Franklin will do if he finds out. If he finds out. Uh, that his father's been killed by Teddy Mac. She knows how dangerous Teddy Mac is. She knows he understands the government. Like, I, I think that's my theory, that she's protecting Franklin from himself. I know there's some other theories that that's actually not sissy, that she could be, you know, sissy could possibly be dead i don't that's not the case because i've I've seen we saw previews to the for for the season where sissy was in I saw even the trailer the season five trailer we saw a preview that saw uh that had sissy in it so i don't so sissy's not dead he didn't uh teddy did not kill did, did not kill sissy um i think that again i think that she was protecting um protecting uh franklin from him from from himself in essence, um, MVP this episode I thought it was Rob. I thought the actor that played Rob uh, did, a, did a tremendous job with just you know, kind of like he did not know that he was going to die. Like he had no clue whatsoever that he was going to die throughout the course of the episode. We know that he's you know that he's that he's that he's hooked on you know the drugs that he's hooked on and he's he, uh, that he was hooked on and freebasing. But you know, a lot of a lot of times when you get you get these actors who are playing, you know, these quote unquote crackheads, that they, it, it's not not the easiest role to play. In regards to you, you, to avoid or you, you can easily be do a lot of overacting and you know, just you can go just. It, it can be it's hard to be an understated crackhead <laughs> playing a role. We saw we saw some some people like uh, you know, think about Chris Rock in New Jack City, thinking about uh even Samuel Jackson in uh Jungle Fever just just kinda over the top with the with the crack and you know, that's like the Crackhead Hall of Fame of, of that's the crackhead movie Hall of Fame, those two. Like those are you think crackheads in movies, you think Chris Rock, Pookie, and you think uh, Samuel Jackson's I forgot the name Samuel Jackson was in, in Jungle Fever, but but this guy this role this guy, uh Rob, who have, I don't know what the actor's name is, was very understated uh, you know, you saw him, you see him talking about the comments. You see that he clearly is not built for. You know, you saw that he did not want to kill Thad, and that he, you know, clearly wasn't built for that. He had to kind of be forced into finishing off. The he didn't want to do it, but Peach is basically forced him, saying that you're going to finish this off. You're going to uh, finish this, and um, because of this problem, that you know, this is your guy. You're going to finish. You're, you're going to finish the job. Um, so I thought he was the MVP. Of the show again, when you see this is a guy that we have not seen a lot in the the show. So when you see a guy get a lot, it's normally not a good sign for an actor when he gets a lot of when he gets an episode and he's in a lot of that episode and he you know gets more story than he normally has. That's normally not a good sign that his character is going to last. So um, Rob, they get they get rid of Rob Uh, again. Something that something that had to be done. Uh, a couple other things, um, you have Wanda, you have Louie and Jerome are doing their thing. Um, Franklin's trying to get them in, involved in a business deal. They're still, uh, you notice, you know, and Louie mentions it, that the prices that, that they're having trouble keeping up with the competition because the prices of cocaine are lowering, it's, it's more accessible. So they, you know, that's one of the reasons why Franklin wanted to keep, you know, that price at, you know, $9,000 a key at uh, nine thousand uh, dollars per key so that so you're gonna something that's something to keep your eye on you Jerome is you know out there out here buying horses they're purchasing weapons from uh from avi um uh, you see avi and uh you see avi is still working with with teddy mack um and then you see listen you this the season is going to be dictated by two characters so be dictated by by franklin and teddy mack um, everybody else out, those are the two those are the two meteors that are heading in you know, that they're heading towards each other. It's gonna be a cat and mouse with those two trying to navigate and trying to basically in a way control each other and trying to and, and basically Franklin trying to avoid the control of, of Teddy Mac. Teddy Mac is back in power now and you get the sense that you know, Teddy Mac is this you know the guy grady you know during that scene where he and grady before uh the scene before he took out grady the one at the at the the dinner table at at grady's dinner table or whatever and what have you as kitchen table you know grady basically says you know you're one of these guys who are basically like a lifer you this is all basically all you have and he wasn't wrong like teddy mac is is so deep into it he doesn't give a shit about his family the, the CIA super his supervisor mentioned something about his wife and kid. he was like, yeah, they'll be fine and you see him looking at pictures of his kid with a, with his seemingly his wife's you know either new husband or a boyfriend or whatever and her kid and his kid so this guy is he he is a twenty four three sixty five twenty four hour twenty four seven CIA guy like this is all he cares about and I think that and I think that I look at know, look at a battle between he and Franklin. Right now, Franklin is seemingly more in control of what he's doing versus Teddy Mac. I think Teddy Mac, you know, again, Teddy Mac's not using; he's not drinking, but Teddy Mac is a little unstable right now. He really is. I mean, he, he wanted in the worst way to get back into it, get back in L.A., go right back, and, and really, I think what he's, he's going to—I think he's going to—if I had predictions for the season, I think he's going to underestimate how far Franklin has come, um, and, and, and Franklin's intelligence. I really, I really think that would be his downfall. And I think Franklin will end up winning this battle between he and, and, and Teddy Maggie. I mean, besides the fact that, you know, Damson Ildress is a star of the show. Uh, and well, I mean, these are the two biggest stars in the show. I mean, Damson Ildress and Carter Hudson, these are the two biggest most important characters in the show. But I, I think that this battle, um, you know, I you know I think this is going to be a very interesting chess match between these two. And again, this season is showing um, that is headed towards that uh, without question. Uh, you see, we saw Wanda is completely clean, and she had a you know a phone sex job. Uh, you know, one of those nine hundred, one one of these nine hundred number phone sex jobs for about you know five minutes, and of course she didn't want to go. Uh, you know, wasn't going to. I uh, wouldn't. Wasn't willing to sleep with her boss to uh to get some for more money, so she quits that job. And she wants now it's gonna be interesting because she wants back in, and, and and basically Leon tells her, you know, you know, this is not for you anymore. And Leon, no, hey, no, Leon, this is we see a compassionate Leon, a Leon that he's looking out for the kids. He questioned, you know, did Franklin have to kill Rob? So Leon is in the game, but Leon, it's kind of like it's not the leon we saw in the first two seasons where you know out of control of leon there's been a maturity in leon leon's matured as well like leon leon is in, is in a place where he is um has seen what the what this game has cost the cost of the game uh he kind of remember he was pressured into staying in the game he wanted out but basically was pressured to stay in in because of by Franklin, because of what everything Franklin did for him in terms of basically not giving him up to man Boy or Scully in, in in the previous season, so good for excellent first two episodes. Uh, a lot of people were excited about this season and what the potential uh, what the potential of the season could bring. A lot of people, were, I, I was surprised that a lot of people, you know, were talking about what last season wasn't. I thought that last season was phenomenal. I thought I thought last season was tremendous. So I, you know, I didn't get that vibe. I definitely didn't understand why why people didn't like. Uh, why there were some people that didn't were not feeling last season. I thought last season was tremendous. Um, couple of you know setup episodes, uh, ten episodes as always. And you again, they're gonna they're gonna have to address the Louis. They're gonna have to address the uh, sissy out in that situation with what transpired in that situation. They're going, and also, do we know that there's going to be a conflict with Jerome Louis dealing, and with Jerome Louis dealing with, um, dealing with, with having Teddy back in the mix? So we'll we'll be on the, uh, you know, kind of looking out for that over the course of this season. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the World Deal Podcast, Snowfall Season Five, Episodes One and Two. I will see you next time. Enjoy your evening.